Welcome to The One About Careers with Devin and Sarah Jane, a career podcast for adults involved with teens navigating life after high school. We help you help your teens make informed education and career decisions by providing quality information and resources. Join us for weekly bite-sized conversations covering various aspects of careers, including insights from professionals in different fields. New episodes available every week at theoneaboutcareers.com. Welcome back to The One About Careers podcast with Devin and Sarah Jane talking about all things to do with careers. And today is another interesting one in the sense that in the career world, we talk about abilities sometimes or aptitudes. And yet I have a suspicion, Devin, it's not something that comes up a lot in your world. So what do you have to, what, what the heck am I even referring to when I say aptitudes? Ah, fantastic. I, uh, I appreciate the, uh, the pop quiz. Thank you. Um, yeah, you're right. You know what? It really doesn't. Uh, what I think is very interesting when we're talking about aptitudes, we're talking about sort of natural abilities, um, inborn skills to a certain extent, things that you, you know, that come a little bit more easily. Um, and some things you can, you can improve with practice. Um, actually a lot of them you can improve with practice, but, uh, as is true for many things, um, I find for me, the closest it comes is, um, the students that I will work with if they're currently students, uh, or even if they've withdrawn from studies, it'll be, I know I don't like these kinds of classes. I know I don't like classes where there's a lot of writing. I know I don't like classes where, um, there's a lot of math involved, I know I'm not really a fine motor kind of person, um, but in terms of actually having the language, having the having been tested on aptitudes, very, very rarely does that come out. Um, and so I think it's interesting because I think you have a lot more experience in this area than I do. And I'm curious actually as to, you know, if I'm just somebody who says I'm not a math person, I'm not very good at math you know, I come across it in adult learners quite a lot where they, what they say is I'm not good at math, but what they mean is I'm afraid of math. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if they took something like some sort of aptitude test to determine their numerical aptitude, would that necessarily mean, like, would it necessarily show that they're not that great with numbers or, you know, how do you find that comes out? I'm not articulating myself very well at all for a podcast. That's terrible. Um, But I guess to me, like if I'm talking to somebody about trades and they say, I don't want to do a career where there's math involved or I'm not interested in that or whatever, is that a deal breaker, do you think? Or is that something where they could build the base skill? Or is it maybe just a situation where, you know, because they can't do calculus doesn't mean they can't do a trade? So I'm going to throw that over to you um, and let you sort through everything I just said. (laughs) And I thought you were actually articulating yourself really well. I was completely following you. That's very kind. Thank you. Uh, And I think you're right. Is that this, this idea that, well, if I'm not good at this, then I'm not good at like a whole whack load of things. The other thing is people think, well, I am good at this. Therefore I could be good at all of these things. Not recognizing that for instance, math is involved in things like la ming, 
Oh my Lord, we need plumbers, desperately need plumbers. Uh, electrician, I think some people think that there is some math, maybe, but they don't necessarily, like, as you said, is it calculus? Is it trigonometry? Is it functions and relations? And they're probably doing other stuff that I don't even know anything about right now um, when it comes to math per se. So it's understanding that they might not be what they think also who are they who's they that they're comparing yes. themselves to right so in a in a certain population there are some people who even the having basic math skills is exceptional um so let's look at hairstyling for example you're going to use math skills when you are trying to figure out the ratios of different ingredients when you're dyeing or coloring someone's hair. That's not complex math, but it is some math. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I think that people aren't necessarily aware of some of those things, but also aware that they don't have to be geniuses at something for it to be useful enough within the world of work. Where I think I'm like, if people understood aptitudes better, it would help them filter in and filter out potential occupations. And this is one thing you talked about is the great big funnel that you start with when you're looking mm -hmm. at careers. And this is part of the funnel is um, that understanding that, for instance, something called spatial perception, which is the ability to think visually about geometric forms and comprehend the two-dimensional representation of three-dimensional objects. And most people are like, no clue what that means. Okay, heavy equipment operators, those who are exceptional at heavy equipment operating actually have very high spatial perception. Because they can see how how the earth is shaped and moved and they can figure out how their machine will shape and move towards that earth. None of this, which I have. This is why I talk about this one all the time, because I'm like, yeah, I don't got it. None. And, and it wouldn't matter how many times you put me in a heavy equipment operation, you know, an equipment, and you explain to me in very detail. I'm never going to see what someone who is exceptionally good at sees. And so I, I get to let those sort of opportunities go. And it also helps me understand that when we are, you know, we compare the validity or the value of jobs, um, not in a way that is very favorable sometimes. And because I understand aptitudes, I now see a lot more people as being, oh, man, I just think the world of what they do because they have something I will never, ever have, no matter how hard I try. You know, it's funny that you talk about it that way. I grew up in a, in a trades family. Um, many, many skilled trades people in my family. My brother and I were actually the first in my family to go to university. We were known as first generation students. And it was it was interesting because I very much grew up with this attitude of you're smart. You were going to university. There's, there were no questions about it and it didn't occur to me to question it. And, um, 
all of that kind of stuff. And it's so funny because my dad was a pipe fitter. He's a fitter, wel- fitter welder. And, you know, when I think about, I would see like pictures of him, him on the job, or when I think about the work he did or the stories he would tell from work and whatever, whatever. And I still just, I struggle to see the way he saw it. And it's so interesting to me because I have lots of pieces of paper. I have a hanging on my wall here. <laughs> you know, I am a very well-educated person, but his work is something I will not ever be able to do. And it's not, I think that's probably a big piece of it is that he certainly had it. Um, but there's so many other pieces that went into it and it simply came down to for my parents and I think this happens in a lot of households you know he struggled to finish high school he had language barriers he had you know challenges that we probably didn't know about at the time this would have been in the you know 1960s but it's interesting because he always saw me as this very smart person and I always saw him as this very smart person and yet I don't think he considered himself smart. And I think that's so interesting because aptitudes are so powerful that way. Absolutely. And in fact, in our next podcast, we're going to talk a little bit about those and changing the word a little bit, which changes, in fact, how we view things. And in the world, you know, there are certain skills. If you think about a mason, you know, someone who Use who uses stone to create structure. When we have an apocalypse, those people are going to be incredibly more important than those of us who have papers hanging on the wall that say we can counsel people. Um, I don't mean to diminish what we do. It's it's the the idea that at certain times and certain places, certain aptitudes, certain things that people are naturally good at are more important than other things that people are naturally good at. Mm-hmm. And so it is this, I think you 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 spoke a little bit about it, and we will refer back to this time and time again, is this idea that university is the be-all and end-all mm-hmm. of career um, prestige. You know, if you have a doctorate, you are a remarkable, amazing human being. I don't know. I There are some people I know who work with other uh, humans who are m- complex needs, and they know exactly how to deal with them, how to speak to them. I see people work with animals sometimes. And again, they completely know people who build buildings. Like, I couldn't build a building if you tried to teach me. You know, there are some things, yes, I can do and I can follow. And I actually really enjoy working with my hands, I think, because I work with my brain so freaking much. Um, And we're going to talk about that as well. So it's very interesting how these sort of hierarchies may have influenced. And why we are talking about aptitudes is because if we understood that someone was naturally good at some certain things, we might consider certain careers that we hadn't considered before. And if someone isn't necessarily good at something, we might not eliminate certain careers because there are levels of um, difficulty within those things. And there are absolutely aptitudes that can improve over time. You know, someone, I often work with individuals who have left school at some kind of an 
age. And so they think they aren't smart, Mm -hmm. what they call smart. Um, But they read all the time. Yeah. And so they actually, simply by reading, are increasing their ability to potentially complete education, uh, post-secondary education. And at one time I was involved with individuals who were essentially going back to school mm-hmm. in their mid forties because they could, their bodies were no longer able to do the physical work that they did. And so now they have to change that and use more of the brain power. And funnily enough, they are able to do it yeah. when they thought they could never do it because we've got, better ways of teaching things. I think that's part of the reason. Yeah, I don't know. So yeah, it's interesting to, to kind of look at the aptitudes and, and look at different um, ideas around learning styles and multiple intelligences, and then looking at um, learning disabilities and how we've adapted and how we, it's so interesting, I think, because um, we really need to get out of that fixed mindset around aptitudes around education around so many things of like, it is what it is and it can't change. I mean, that's true for a handful of things. Um, but yeah, in most cases, you know, I, you know, in my wearing my other hat, I, I do work with adult learners and a lot of them are exactly the people you're describing. They left school at 14, 15 years old. And now in their fifties, they're going to get a GED because they want a different job. They hate what they're doing, you know? And, um, they completely amaze themselves at their abilities to, to learn. And it's like, you know, that aptitude might always have been there, but it just wasn't in a place to flourish. And now it is. And, you know, let's go rock this and see what we can do with it. Yeah, absolutely. The next time on the One About Curve podcast, we're going to be looking at uh, multiple intelligences. And this is going to yet be another engaging conversation, Devin. Sure is. Thanks for listening to the One About Careers podcast. You can catch up with past episodes at theoneaboutcareers.com. Join us next week for another bite-sized conversation.